Alright, all you Streetlight Crusaders, and I guess a couple of you wrestling fans who are still up for tonight. Happy New Year and welcome back to the Tuesday Night Special. And now it's time for us to talk about what happened on the first Raw of 2024 from San Diego, California. Home of the 619 kid himself, Rey Mysterio. And of course, his son, who, you know, doesn't like him and still gets mentioned in the same breath. But I digress, because Monday Night Raw would kick off with Michael Cole and Wade Barrett giving some good news about what's going down for tonight's edition of Monday Night Raw. And after giving a full breakdown of a potential WWE former champion to make an appearance tonight, we would go into our first match of the night which would see none other than Nia Jax going one-on-one -on -one against Becky Lynch. And during this match, we would see Nia Jax trying to use the power game to her advantage, but Becky Lynch quick on her feet to avoid a multiple amount of chances of getting squashed by not only pulling off a top rope drop kick for a near fall, only for Becky to get hit with a Samoan drop for a near fall, but to counter things out with not only a sunset flip power bomb, but also a rolling thunder kick, the same kick that sent Bianca Belair to the hospital with a black eye, but would not get the job done for this match. Only for Becky Lynch to get an advantage during this match after avoiding a right hand that would see Nia Jax hitting her hand against the turnbuckle pose and even cannonballing into absolutely nothing but the barricade outside of the ring for Nia Jax to almost get pinned for near fall. Even seeing the New Jersey jam leg drop from the man herself still not able to end this match. Even a sit-out powerbomb, no dice, even an avalanche Samoan drop by the person who's called the Annihilator around there or the Irresistible Force still could not end this match. But what would end the match, folks, would see a counter from the leg drop with the assistant of the ropes, or the rope assistant leg drop as Carla Maestro would call it, would see a right hand to the jaw of Becky Lynch for her to plop down to the ground and enter the splash zone for Nia Jax to hit the bonsai drop, aka the Annihilator is what it's called now, for Nia Jax to win this match and shut up her critics eight years going via pinfall. And after the match was over, Nia Jax would be celebrating with her hometown fans and at the same time would see Becky Lynch on the ground busted open and yeah, in a real disappointing way for Becky Lynch to start off the year. Yikes! And the next match to take place on Monday Night Raw, wait, oh, According to Carl and the Maestro, Cody Rhodes would head to the ring and would ask people on Monday Night Raw, besides at telling them, welcome to Monday Night Raw and becoming the first superstar for this year to say it, but would say, so San Diego, what do you want to talk about? And would say that he was going to go on to bigger and better things for this year and try to complete his story only for him to be stuck. Stuck on Shinsuke Nakamura and was expecting something more sophisticated from him instead of, you know, jabs at his family and red mist attacks to the face and wants to finish things tonight and wanted to end tonight only for Shinsuke Nakamura to appear on the screen by saying, 
He's the author of his final chapter and he's so blinded he can't see it and would say it's not going to end tonight because he's going to give him one more week to dream for Cody Rhodes to be disappointed and to go backstage for our next match of the night, which would see none other than Kofi Kingston and Jey Uso, an unlikely duo, teaming up to fight against Ludwig Heizer and Giovanni Vinci of Imperium. Before we go any further, folks, and thanks to Wade Barrett on this one, congratulations to Gunther and his brand new baby boy. Yeah, congratulations, Gunther. But outside of that congratulations to Gunter, during this match, action would go back and forth and Giovanni Vinci would be cooking on all cylinders, pulling off that nasty Mike Knox-like crossbody and even a dual dropkick with the assist of Ludwig Kaiser. But unfortunately, after trying to go to the top rope and hit a crossbody, he would be met with feet to the jaw thanks to Kofi Kingston for Giovanni Vinci to get hurt and for the referee to rule this match a no contest and for Kofi Kingston to win. Now folks at home, we have no idea what happened to Giovanni Vinci. They didn't make any sort of announcements of what happened to him and if he's gonna be all right. But we're hoping Giovanni Vinci is gonna be okay and we'll keep you guys updated with a medical update for Music Village. But besides a future medical update for Giovanni Vinci, folks, the next thing to take place on Monday Night Raw would see none other than another episode of Ms. TV. We'd see the Judgment Day on Ms. TV. But instead of the Judgment Day, we would get our truth. And our truth would get questioned by the men saying, Where's the rest of them? And Archer would say, well, I swear they were behind me and would check behind them only for Miz to say, are you seeing invisible people again? For R-Truth to say, hey, it's little Jimmy here. And then for R-Truth or more or less the Miz to get a headache saying, no, 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 no. Why aren't the Judgment Day here? For R-Truth to say that, yeah, I'm in the Judgment Day and I'm their PR person helping them out, you know, making sure their equipment's working and trying to give them some good press because nobody likes them. And I got a feeling it's because of JD. And speaking of JD, folks, J.D. McDonald will come out and say, you're not our AV guy, you're not our PR guy, you're not in the Judgment Day. And before Dominic Mysterio could even say anything, he would get booed immediately and would constantly get booed every time he talked. Only for our truth to say, you see what I'm talking about? See how Dom is getting booed in his own hometown? Only for the fans to boo a little bit louder for the Miz to say, I can't hear you over the boos. And would say, with people able to translate booze in the form of the Miz, that yeah, I got beat by Gunter, but despite me getting beaten, I dusted myself off, picked myself up, and rose myself to new heights. And the only thing I remember about you in 2023 was the fact that you got beat by your own dad, dragged by your mom, and at the same time, even got beaten by CM Punk during the holiday tour. Rough year for Dominic, and he should have added the fact that he actually lost his North American Championship in NXT, but what do I gotta say about that? <laughs> but after all of the insults and jabs to the Judgment Day, JD would come up with a great match idea, or more or less 
Miz would come up with a match that the awesome truth would come back together and team to fight against JD McDonough and Dominic Mysterio for R-Truth to say, oh, whoa, 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 am I tagging with the with Dominic or am I tagging with JD? I don't like JD. And Miz would say, no, 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 you're tagging with me in this match for R-Truth to say, this is one of them strange bedfellow matches. Oh boy, Archuf, it's not that. And he would give a wink to Dominic Mysterio saying, yeah, I'm tagging with the Miz. Of course, of course. And Miz would feel this pain besides having a headache trying to understand Archuf with double elbows to the face by the, by the Judgment Day for near fall. Only for Archuf to enter into this match and hit a corkscrew elbow and even an avalanche corner smash for near fall. Only for the Miz to come back during this match with a springboard crossbody for near fall and then for R-Truth in the opposite corner of his partner to tag in or get a tag from JD for JD to say, oh, if you're in the judgment day, strike the Miz. And for R-Truth to say, I'm sorry, Miz, I love you. More or less going back to that classic match between Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 24. But instead of hitting a sweet chin music or a right hook to the jaw of the Miz, he would hit JD McDonald by accident, only for JD to get pushed directly into a skull-crushing finale for the Judgment Day to be embarrassed tonight for the awesome truth to win this match via pinfall. Yikes, great way to start off your year in the Judgment Day of R-Truth, even though he's not in the Judgment Day, but you know, let's keep uh, pretending that he is just to, you know, keep things or the appearance of things going. Yikes. <laughs> but outside of Judgment Day business gone wrong, folks, meanwhile in the club, never thought I would say that for a raw report of any type, we would see Kaiten, Chance, and Carter celebrating their tag team championship victory from last week, only for Chelsea Green and Piper Nimmons to show up to try to ruin the party and would say, celebrate with our belts as long as you can, but we're gonna get a rematch from Aiden Pierce, cause we're going above the head of, of none other than, oh man, the fact of the raw general manager, we'll just leave it at that. And what would happen next after she would complain and try to spoil the party? She would get champagne thrown right and directly in her face. And the reason why we couldn't remember Adam Pierce's name is because of the witch-like scream from Chelsea Green after getting a drink poured in her face and tossed out of the club like most people would on a regular Tuesday night. <laughs> But besides that embarrassing moment and a way to start off the year for Chelsea Green and company, I think it's time for us to head back to that music. And when we return, we'll be back with the second half of what happened during this week's edition of Monday Night Raw from San Diego, California, as the Tuesday night special rolls on right after this. So don't go anywhere just yet, folks, and stay tuned. 